make me feel like I'm living a teenage dream. The way you turn me on, I can't sleep. So just, Ronald, you, when, did you just I, I speak? speak? It's sleep. Oh, for God's sake. I can't sleep, so run away. Oh, don't ever look back. Oh, don't that's embarrassing, Morgana. Don't ever look that's back. It's ruined now. You may as well introduce us. Hello and <laughs> welcome to the twelfth episode of Fajitas tonight with me Morgana and me L. I wonder if you can guess from our little sing song what today's topic is going to be. It's a throwback. Bring it all back. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, we are very excited to have a chit chat about everything we loved about the past. Nostalgia. Yeah, it's a nostalgia gap. This all kind of started, we were watching Freaky Friday last week. Great and it, film. Great film. It was buffering and it's an early noughties classic. And I think just, they must have had one of the songs on the soundtrack that we were you like... You know the song to their song. It's like a made up song for the Oh film. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know all the words. I, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> but you don't know the words to Katy Perry Teenage Dream. Oh, wow. Everyone's got those songs though where they sing the wrong lyrics. You definitely have those. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, but yeah, but it was buffering because our internet's not very good. And then I don't know how, but somehow we just ended up on a YouTube hole. It of... started with Avril. It started, it started with, with Avril. Avril. And who then was it moved. My fave. And we were singing Complicated. And what was the other one? When You're Gone. When You're Gone. Album Beam was actually my numero uno. I used to straighten my hair and be like, Mom, am I Avril Lavigne yet? And I had pink and black punk gloves with skulls on the ones with the the fingerless gloves fingerless gloves oh lord i know i had like a little fake mp it wasn't like an apple one it was like an mp3 player oh same was yours pink yeah it was pink samsung i can't remember what make it was it might have been samsung or sony it was cheap and i used to walk up the hill to my friends i was literally probably about seven years old (laughs) i'm like dad i'm going to my friends i'd walk up the hill with when you're gone on and i'd like literally think i was in a movie being really think dramatic. you were in an emotional yeah. turmoil waking up the hills my friends like when you're gone peace <laughs> such is such an angsty teen <laughs> I was I was literally seven and the other songs on there were Beyonce to the left oh iconic irreplaceable yeah and also the Sugar Hill Gang Rapper's Delight which is why I know all the words to the oh, song still oh I do love that yeah. song but yeah so this episode in general when that happened we did yeah just totally fell down a YouTube hole realised that Hours. L is a massive Katy Perry stan yeah I, I actually forgot <laughs> you were in your element every single song was just iconic um, and then the next night we went out to our favourite first year club yeah Cheeky Tuesdays Stupid Tuesdays at Players. And they handed out donuts, which was incredible. Oh, I had three. So good. Don't know if they had any vegan ones. You didn't even bother to ask. I did didn't you? even bother to ask. Too but busy. I mean, it was highly unlikely. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And so that is what today's topic will be. Yeah. We hope you enjoy this dip back into the past. Morgs, were you a fan of KP, Lady Gaga, Beyonce or Rihanna? The four queens. The four queens. I don't even know what that era's called. They're not the noughties, they're the tens. But it was just before, it was like 2008 to 2012, I'd say. Oh, what an era. Yeah. I would say, if I would, oh, should I rank? Okay. Yeah, go on. KP, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Beyonce. Okay, I would say... Katy Perry, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Rihanna. Ooh, I like them ooh. all, but I didn't yeah. listen they dominated obsessively the to the last two. 
I don't I don't even remember consciously like listening to them. But they were but always in the, the charts. The songs that I know the most. Yeah and, yeah, and when I hear it, I'm like, wow, I know all the lyrics. Isn't yes. that mad? Yeah. But they were just everywhere. They totally dominated. And it's interesting to think about how streaming has changed that. Yeah, I'm not really conscious of who. I have no idea. Is who's the, in the top? Right who now. are the top four queens at the moment? Like okay, Ariana Grande. We'll give Ariana Grande. Yeah, but who else even exists? That sounds really mean. I'm really out of the loop. Same. But I use Spotify every day. Oh, and do sometimes you? I go on to like UK charts or like mood or whatever. And I feel like there are songs that I know, but I don't know who the singers are. Oh, okay. Because it's not like a conscious. There are so many collabs now as well. Yeah. Who are the four queens? I don't think it is the same as it it's was. It's not the same as it was. It's not dominated. I also think it's interesting, like, the songwriting, singer dynamic. Out of those four, yeah. Kate, Kate Perry, well, she, defi- she definitely used to write her own stuff. I assume so. I don't know if she still does. Lady Gaga did. Oh, well, we should mention um, Kate Perry's iconic lyrics. The start of you're so gay oh my god yeah guys we i actually know all the words to this song <laughs> and on. just used to bang it out when i was like in year eight go on now how does it start it starts with i hope you hang yourself with your h&m scarf <laughs> and it's called you're so gay you are as in you're like letters so you're gay so gay and you, you don't, don't even like boys no you don't even like no you don't even like no you don't even like boys i love it when cara sings that (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i wonder if those would be problematic now probably although so much so many lyrics and so many songs are but i think that it's interesting that it is called you're so gay and the lyrics are saying like you're not a homosexual and but you're gay and then that kind of like encapsulates the time of like 2008 to 2012 what, when people were still using it as an insult yeah when it was like when it didn't really mean like homosexual it meant like lame which obviously isn't yeah. a positive thing but it does show that that actually was like a cultural yeah thing that was said oh how they reflect the culture well i kissed a girl which was the first song that brought her into the mainstream that was kind of radical at the time yeah it was which is mad to think now. And she came from a really religious background, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she did. Mm. Part, part of me, is that what the name of her documentary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. goes so, into that a little bit. I love that. Everyone should watch that documentary. Oh, yeah. yeah. You will have a newfound respect for Katy Perry. Because like, a lot of people don't really like her. I think it's that unconscious thing again. Like, she's just kind of present. It's not like an active, oh, wow, I really like Katy Perry. Until you do, as we did the other night, go on the Spotify playlist yeah. and realise just how many bangers there are. There are so many. Waking Up in Vegas. That's why you get for Waking Up in Vegas. <laughs> Teenage Dream, obviously, which yep. opened this podcast. Iconic. She just has so many. Oh, and you have to all watch the Super Bowl performance. Oh, I forgot. Who pointed that out the other day? Was it Cara? I think it was. We sat down mid, like belting out these songs at like 11pm and watched the 15 minute performance of Katy Perry at the Super Bowl a few years ago. It was just fun. And the it was sharks, really good. they were just so funny. I think they became a meme of their own. Yeah. But no, um, she's really good. I am a big fan. But I think we also need to give credit. If we're going into the Bring It All Back, because what I, my true loves, I do love the Katy Perry, Lady Gaga era, but for me, I will always remember before that, are growing up with the Pop Princess album. Oh my god, I love that. that. I only had Pop Princess too. Be- I didn't have really? the first one. Really? Had- so you didn't have Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle? No, but I knew that from a game called. Um, <laughs> no, I always ask everyone who had a PS2 if they had this game, and no one has ever had this game. 
and it's it was called American. It was Pop Idol, the game. Did you ever have it? No. On PS2. Okay, if anyone ever played Pop Idol on PS2, Al Picton. Please tell me because I want to find a friend because it was so great. You'd pick their outfits and get them dressed, and you could change their hair color, and then you'd go on stage and you'd pick the song. Genie in a Bottle was one of the songs, and so was Crush. It's oh, just a little crush. So that's oh. how I know all these random songs, and the lyrics would come up so you could learn them while you were like doing all the buttons to make them sing correctly. And if you clicked the wrong button at the wrong time, they'd go like. <laughs> like they wouldn't be able to sing it. it was that actually sounds very game. like my kind of game. Yeah. I would have loved that. And Simon Cowell's voice was on it as well, and he would like give feedback. Oh, oh my god, we need to find like this a game. Great game. I would love to still play that now. But sorry, yeah, Genie in a Bottle. Yeah. Um. Oh, what else was on it? Um. Emma Bunton, maybe. Is it Bunton? Yeah, Bunton. But yeah. I don't know the song. That's. Uh. Maybe. Maybe I'm in love. It's so good and it's really underrated, which annoys me. Um, what other ones are on it? So yesterday, so yesterday. Hilary Duff. Yep. I know it, but not only because Ellie was playing it the other day. Oh, it's, it's such a good album. But Pop Princess 2 had JoJo on it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just a little too late. Yeah, I think I came to JoJo quite late. I don't know how she passed me by. Who else was on Pop Princess 2? I remember the cover so vividly. Yeah, was that Sugar pink. Babes? Avril. Pink. Avril. Oh, Pink. Oh, I love Pink. Pink, pink is one now. of the queens. He's been now. very consistent Girl also. Gwen Stefani. Oh, Sweet Escape. Sweet Escape. Was a banger. That is so iconic. We're mentioning all female people. Who were even the boys? Blue. And, <laughs> and All Rise. And what's their other song? They have the same, the same shoes. The same one, song. Love. one Love. One Love. One Love. And then it's all, all right. Rise. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. But when we were on YouTube looking at Blue the other day, mm. I scrolled down the comments and I knew there would be a classic like, oh. if you're still here in 2019, <laughs> like, and there was. And then other, someone else That's put so a comment. Annoying. I was like, this is actually so interesting. They put just f- like some average guys who are quite nice looking singing songs about love. And I was just like, you know what? There was no like, there's no like really extra choreograph. Oh yeah, routine. Yeah. There's no like women in there being sexualized. There's no horrible lyrics about women, and I was just like, oh, interesting how it might that have changed. Interesting. I just like how there are lyrics in all of these early things, and it's not dunce dunce dunce. Sometimes things. I know technology adv- has advanced, but sometimes people just play too much with like the yeah the gadgets. What are they called? Like- DJ decks. I think this is my theory about why Adele is so successful. Obviously, she's got an incredible voice, but also because her singing is just so refreshing in like a sea of That's not auto tune, but like technical. I don't Where know what they the play word around is. With the, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. What yeah. You mean. We um, should get someone who actually knows what they're talking about. I know music. music. I mean, neither of us are very musical, are we? I listen to it, but I don't know what I'm doing with it. I don't really. I dance to it very well, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a podcast listener. <laughs> If I've got headphones in, I'm not really listening to music. Really? At the gym, I love a podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just said. Wow. I listen to podcasts. So I've just well proved done. your point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit oh, tired Oh, glad today. you agree. <laughs> um, but interesting, just because um, podcast I was listening to this week, the high-low classic, I just wondered on your thoughts, Elle. They were re- talking about reviews of the new Spice Girls tour and oh, how yeah. people were saying, it's good, it can never recreate the girl power stick it to the man vibe that it had in the 90s mm-hmm. because the context has changed and that 
they're not needed to do that anymore. Yeah. So I wonder. And like, also, it doesn't really work when they're all like multimillionaires and. Yeah, exactly. Living and, a different life and like, not working class girls anymore. Yeah. So it is interesting to think about how music is so context dependent and whether the hits that we loved then would still be as successful. Now. No, I wouldn't. That's why I didn't go and see S Club 7 when they came to uni. Oh, I did. Year. Yeah, and what did you think? Well, there were only two of them there, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, what's With the Joe point? and Bradley, but they're the only ones who sing it. Like, but, sing but, the but, songs. But it's not without Rachel Stevens. I know, but it is the Joe and Bradley show, let's be honest. Joe gets all the lyrics. She's probably the best singer. Yeah, but it's just not the same, is it? Did you enjoy it as much as you... It was good, but they ruined it with the classic moment that really annoys me, which is when a singer goes, this is the best concert I've ever (laughs) been to. And I was literally like, well, it's not, because it's a shitty club in Birmingham. There's only two of you here, so I know you're (laughs) lying to me. I'm having fun, but now I feel like you're not having fun. You've lied to me. You've lied to me. So, yeah, it's just interesting to think about that. Yeah, I don't actually think any of... Like if Atomic Kitten tried to make a comeback, the tide is high. Well, no, I think she was out of it when that song came out. But I wouldn't want to go and see them. I know that sounds yeah. bad, like I'm not supporting them, but it's, it's just like quit while you're ahead. It's in the past, yeah. and it's like a chapter in the past. Who else is? But then singers do evolve with the times. I'm trying to think of who who was around at that time and is still still a kicking, still a popping. Pink? Pink Beyonce. is consistently done well. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, Lady Gaga, I love her new album. She was a bit, she was a bit later. Yeah, yeah, she was. Then if we go back to the late, to like yeah. the 2000s. Yeah. Brit- what's Britney doing now? She's still, I think she was like a judge on the American Pop Idol or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <gasps> Kylie Minogue. <gasps> oh. Spinning around. No, what's the love, love... You know what I mean. <laughs> She's looking at me desperately like you oh, know what I mean. I don't know what it's called. I know what you mean, but can yeah. you Google it? Type it in. Um, Sorry, pod- podcats. Which <laughs> You did not call them that. <laughs> Love at first sight. Oh, that one's a banger. Oh, no, can you play it? Oh, no, we can't play it. Cause no, copyright. L, copyright reasons. I need to hear it to be able to sing it. You can't. We can play it later. Literally. Can you sing it again? No. <laughs> but it is a banger. No, I do love a bit of Kylie. Baby, where I saw you for the first time I knew we This is just going to be a pre-drinks for every... Love. Yeah, oh see, God. you do know. God, my Kylie voice is so awful. I apologise. That was a great song. Spinning Around, I actually just remember yeah. that being one of my dad's stereo. And like, full on, belting out those spins all around the living room. I just bloody love it all. My question is, I always am like, is this my favourite genre of music or am I attached because of the nostalgia of growing up? Oh, pure nostalgia. Do you think? Yes. So if you think if you were listening to all these songs isolated, like without the memories attached, you yeah. would not enjoy them? Um, They've okay. got hooks. Let's do equivalents today. So what are the song equivalents? So it'd be like Little Mix would be similar to... Atomic Kitten or... Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you enjoy... Do you... Act, oh. But they are good. I just don't actively listen to them. But then that's because back then, back in the day, back God, we're so day. old, um, you'd stick in a CD and wear it to death. Like, oh, my Pop Princess my right now is so scratched, I couldn't listen to it. <laughs> because it'd be like, yeah, overplayed. My Kelly so Clarkson Breakaway. Oh, really? Yeah, obsessed. Buying the singles, God. The single of Sweet Escape. <laughs> with banana on it B-A-N. it only had like three sing- songs on it the CD that I had for it also good yeah I'm 
just loving this tea. And it's quite nice, you know, when the news is all Brexit and the the yeah. Just to get a bit lost in our nostalgic little bubble, really. Yeah, uni bubble plus nostalgia. Oh, and the outfits as at. well. Some fashion faux Well, they're pass. coming back, though. It's all coming back. Well, it all comes back. Urban outfits. Bring it all back. It first. Yeah, but they charge you like 50 quid and you're like, I had this when I was younger. I know, exactly. <laughs> we should have kept our jelly shoes and layered tops. Oh, my God, the layered... Tammy I am dresses. layering tops. Why am I... Jo- Oh, and the beads. I had a waistcoat. <laughs> I had a poncho. <laughs> Everyone had a poncho. Did you ever have a headband with your name on it? The ones from the market? Oh, think about that. Well, no, but I thought... Oh, I... there are so many Morganas. I always found one of those necklaces. I never had one, but you didn't... You, no, not the necklace. You know the velvet headbands where yeah. someone had, like... Drawn, drawn on your on name your with, with like a yeah. weird gel. I know exactly glue. what you mean, but I was. Cara has a purse downstairs. So it's Cara on it from that. I I never had one. I always wanted one. Should have got one. Maybe they'll come back. I think you should make your own L. I think you should actually get a headband and write L on it. In a glitter glue pen. That's what they were like. I think so. I yeah. think you should do it. Did you ever have hammer beads? I did. <gasps> I loved those. I used to have like. When I'd go to my dad's for the weekend, I'd literally have a production line. I'd be pumping them out, and he'd have to stand there ironing them all. Because really? you know you had the iron oh, paper. Oh, and they were like, oh, adults. Honestly, I made a zoo ironing. once. How extra is that? I made every. Mine was a Winnie the Pooh set. Oh, you had a set. So when no, I was giving you like a dime, yeah, no, I was. I was such a tracer. Oh. Everyone was like, oh, Morgan is such a good artist, and I'd be like, I've copied this directly. Oh, <laughs> but did you have the whole? You did piglet everyone. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did the That's whole set. That's good. No, I didn't have a set. I just had a big ass box and then loads of like the big um square ones so i could encircle ones so i could do whatever shapes i wanted i made so i was actually quite good I'm not gonna lie and my dad would <laughs> just stand there all day ironing them for me do you remember <laughs> then I had throwing it back a bit further the scooby-doo era I, okay, that was like a currency them? in primary school could you do yeah, them of course I, could. I couldn't do them oh god hell. it was really hard you won the more and so i would sell to <laughs> <laughs> and it, my thriving business and people would have them like hanging off their bags on one oh, big yeah. key ring. it was like a status symbol like the more you had the more the more cooler you were so I had loads <laughs> <laughs> why don't you get them out now again and see how cool you are I reckon I could okay I could do two types I could do the spiral staircase one and that was the classic cool. um, four like, like a tower I block. could do the four but I would I would have to sellotape the key ring to a table and really concentrate and it would take a while and I couldn't mix oh, well. colours it's really sad. Yeah. It was really sad. I don't know why I was never any good at it. That's okay. That I was also I also couldn't faded. do handstands or car. No, I could do a car wheel, but it was really bad. Oh dear! I know. What were your playground times no, full of? One girl in primary school <laughs> told me that I couldn't play with her friend except on a certain day. What? So I actually got given a schedule. Isn't that bad? Yeah, I think I told this her this. This is taking a very to sad turn. I thought we were talking about hammer peas. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise we were going to be talking. I thought child. We were talking about childhood, you know, throwbacks. Not Did childhood I have trauma? No, I don't think I had any playground currency. I couldn't bloody handstand. I couldn't Scooby Doo. So I got given a timetable. Oh dear! I could only play with this one friend. On I, th- I can't remember what it was. An afternoon. It was like the second playtime after lunch. That is shocking. Isn't that really sad? 
who is this person? I'll tell you after. Google calendaring I'm pretty before it was sure, a thing. I'm pretty sure I have bumped into them in a club since. And told <laughs> you got them time for me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the friend told me that I couldn't play with her friend. Oh, so I say, was so possessive. Yeah, she was like, you can't play with... Mm, unless it's on a Tuesday second lunch or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Isn't that cruel? That is cruel. And Yeah, and I wasn't very sporty, bless me. Oh, so no, me neither, really. I was definitely out of it. Yeah. Um, so, like, some of my other friends would play, like, French cricket with all the boys and I would just be so terrified. I would not... French cricket? Yeah, you have, like, um... Oh, God, I didn't play it, so I don't know how I fucking know this. <laughs> but you have a tennis racket and then it's something to do with that. It's not... I don't know. Amazing. Yeah, I can tell that you might not have been that involved. <laughs> that's rude I could no I was actually such a weirdo in primary school oh no I was weirder I oh well it ex- continued on to no in primary school I was norm, more normal I think with I was your bit, scooby doos and your handstands I was nerdy I think I read a lot of books and that wasn't cool back then sad times is it cool now Just yes L <laughs> in our echo chamber but in secondary school early secondary school I wore trousers yeah longer than I should have with white socks <laughs> and pumps no that's not the Thank bit that was God. weird the fact is that everyone else was wearing skirts and then there, there was a parents evening and I don't remember if it was year 7 or if it continued into year 8 but my mum looked around realised that I was the only girl in trousers and was like Morgana we need to do something why that's weird I think I was I think I was kind of like no why why was it weird that you couldn't oh. carry on wearing trousers well I, it was just very uncool, I think. And I think I must have been doing it in a way that I was like, I like the colour blue and I don't like the colour pink because I'm not super girly. I don't know. I don't know Stick why I did it. Stick to the man. So I could run really far. <laughs> I don't know why I even did it. Run really far but from that the is a clear memory. Mum saving me from social. Do you know what's really funny? I just remembered this. On, so I went to a secondary school that literally not another soul I knew from my primary school went to. Although mm. I later found out Ellie actually... So my actual best friend from home, like, from day one of secondary school, went to my primary school, but we didn't know each other. Weird. So we both just turned up at the secondary school and had a really bad rep. But it was great. Um, and we didn't know anyone. And I didn't know her. And my mum gave me a book, and she was like, if you don't find anyone to play with, oh you can God. go and read your book. And I remember what book it was. Did you ever what read the it? books by Rog- Robert Moo... Not Mugabe... Robert something and they were it was called like Class A and it was about no. the Cherub series. Oh, I've heard yeah. these things about the Cherub series. And it yeah. was it was called Class A and that was the book that my mum gave me in case I didn't make any friends. Oh, that's isn't really that? Nice. But she was prepared. She didn't have fucking faith in me <laughs> that I was gonna make. It's because I was ginger, had awful teeth and glasses and a gigantic head. How can so she knew that I was I gonna struggle? Still to this day, and I don't think I ever will. I just don't get ginger just discrimination what is the point <laughs> well i didn't i didn't get anything so said to ridiculous. me ever until i went to secondary school up until secondary school people would like hairdressers and older people would be like oh my god your hair's so beautiful yeah. and then i went to secondary school someone's suddenly yelling ginger cunt at me and i was just like what is going on I'm... well that you've got no soul or something <laughs> i'm just literally like what it didn't really affect me it was just from? weird it was funny though beautiful strawberry blonde no you are a ginger oh, god damn it 
it's a good thing. Anyway, embrace, we'll, embrace. Well, we move on. Sorry, we just yeah, got stuck in the I nostalgia like there. People were just that's quite self indulgent conversation. Now, I hope people enjoyed. Please let us know your uh, yeah, sorry, your if own we, childhood. We were just chatting about ourselves. I know, and then things took a bit of a turn. We ended on bullying. Yeah, <laughs> DM us your child experiences and your favorite Katy Perry song. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. And if you ever played. Can we find that game and play it, please? Oh, for sure. And on to our favourite segment of all, what have we been consuming? Since this episode is a throwback episode, throwing it back to the childhood, Elle, what is your favourite childhood food (laughs) I know that you consumed? This is actually so ridiculous, and I did honestly actually consume this the other day. And you're all going to judge me for it because it's disgusting. But it's so good. And I had it, like, a few times a week. Go on. Hashtag broken home. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's (laughs) pasta, peas, grated cheese melted onto it, and ketchup. I don't think that's that bad. Cara gags whenever I make it. There's a lot of ketchup on it. But well, that's like the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was my childhood meal. I had it every Monday and Wednesday when I went to my nan's house. And sometimes I have variations, so occasionally oh, well. she'd put like bits of ham in it. Obviously can't do that Ooh, now. Yeah. Black olives sometimes would make its oh, way in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it had variations, but mm. it, oh, you just, sometimes you just can't beat yeah, it's, it's still great. That's my yeah. like hungover food now. Yeah, I'm going to bring Ellie into nostalgic. this. This is her, her Ellie Achana from home. Mm. She also loves this. So I'm I think everyone it. try it, guys. Yeah, <laughs> what Throw was it yours? Back. Oh, mine. I actually miss it so much. Tuna pasta bake. You could have it, but you're vegs. I know. I regret everything. What's the new vegan um, tuna that's come out? Apparently, they brought one out in Morrison's, but. I don't know. Anyway, back to my tuna pasta bake, yeah, which sorry. was iconic. So mum used to make it and like with the top, so she'd do like a merge of like grated cheddar, grated mozzarella, and then sometimes, sometimes she would put on slices of halloumi. And it was so juicy, so, so good. And it would be like, I didn't like the tuna pasta bake, which it was like um, a white creamy sauce. Oh, I liked no. red, like yeah, ch- red, chopped yeah. tomatoes, cheese throughout with the tuna. Um... Yeah, I think sometimes we had olives in it as well, actually. Can I just ask, what age is this? Because I... Halloumi wasn't on my radar until Oh, like no. The Halloumi ago. variation came in slightly later. I would okay. say I would be, like, in secondary school at this point. Oh, okay. But childhood food... This is, like, really cute because my nan used to make the tuna pasta bake. And then I was like, oh, I love this meal so much, like, when I was young. And then my mum, like, would start making it for us as family yeah. back home. And then I would become the maker of it because I wanted big portions. I never got and I this. Control it. <laughs> what do you mean? When we cooked for each other in first year and we weren't oh, vegan. Yeah. Where was my extra tuna, tuna, tuna bake. bake? It can come back. Sounds like quite big and expensive. If you're getting three types of cheese. Oh, it was like we. It was like a vat, and then you'd have like three helpings each. It was mega. It was fantastic. God, take me back. And I want to experience this with the new vegan tuna that's just come out from Morrison's. Ooh la la! We'll have to try. Although you can't get vegan halloumi, can you? Yeah, you can practice some in No Sainsbury's. way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't tried it yet. I don't know if it's going to juice in the same way. No, it probably won't. But they'll be on track to me. If they can make bleeding burgers, they can make sweaty Ooh, cheese. Oh, that grosses me out. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, what have you been consuming in terms of media? Should we start with some pods? Yes. What have I been consuming? I am going blank. You can go first. 
Oh. Well, actually, sadly little on the podcast thing. Um, because I've just been listening to kind of the same ones recently. Same. I don't want to recommend stuff. I know. I, I haven't really been listening to new ones, but I'll just say I got back into Reasons to be Cheerful with Ed Miliband. I've still never listened to, to it. Oh, I'm a fan. And they did one called Admission Impossible on why um, there is a struggle for diversity in universities. <gasps> oh! Which is good. They Their episodes are actually really, really good. I will yeah. listen to that. That sounds so yeah. interesting. And then it's like... Um, yeah, no, sorry, that was really interesting. And also they did one called On Your Bike, which was about how the UK is so behind in terms of cycling infrastructure compared to, like, the Netherlands and, like, Copenhagen and stuff. And it's just so annoying, to fr- frustrating to listen to it because, like, what is our excuse? The weather is just as bad here as it is in the Netherlands. Mm. And um, having lived in Amsterdam for a year, can I just say it's so much better? It's I, I don't understand why we are slow, so slow to the game. Um, even though I myself am scared to cycle I'm terrified to cycle in the UK in in Berlin mm. they literally had like Amsterdam the cycle lanes yeah full on actual like raised Mm. lanes so no car can even get near to donkey and I would be cycling along at my leisure whereas here I'd be like never ever would I ever cycle in London absolutely never but it's it's the it's the mindset I think because like British drivers cars they'll be like bloody cyclists I'm the one who owns the road whereas in Amsterdam it was like you were at the top of the hierarchy if you were on a bike (laughs) which was fantastic and I want to go back Queen <laughs> oh I remembered oh yes um, I listened to well I listened to loads of podcasts but two really good ones that I'll recommend Beyond Today classic listen to it literally every day mm-hmm. um, there was an episode on Fortnite and how it's like actually going to be more influential than we think it's not just a game for teenagers it's going to become a way that we experience things like concerts I literally don't even know what is Fortnite well I'm not really sure but I think it's a game I got this in the podcast that you log into with your mates and you're put on an island and there's a hundred of you and then you have to like fight to be the last one there. Oh, a bit Lord of the but Flies. In, I think so. But then in this virtual reality they put on they put on like a concert with like um a DJ. I don't know if they're virtual a virtual DJ called DJ Marshmallow. <laughs> I know, but it was attended by like millions of people. Wow. They all logged in. And they've said about it, it's not the because like, you know there's been loads of stuff about whether it's addictive um, but basically on the podcast the guy's like it's no more addictive than you going on Facebook it's a way that these kids are communicating when they're on there they're talking about school talking about films oh, um, but interesting f- but yeah so Fortnite is a virtual reality and like are we going to experience concerts and other experiences through this medium mad um, and then I also found a podcast called Bite Back with Roz Purcell um, and the first episode was on disordered eating, which was really interesting. It's something that I think we've probably talked about in the house quite a lot. Yeah. In, like, discussions. Mm. Um, and we would like to bring it into a... I think we it is it does deserve an episode. Yeah, for sure. I think we're going to talk about... But we want it done properly. Yeah, we want to talk about body image and um, struggles with eating, but myself and Morgana don't feel qualified enough to... But there will be an app. We have... Yeah. yeah, we've got something in, we've got something lined up in the pipeline um, in the future. But yeah, so that was really interesting. It was just a twenty minute episode, and it was with a psychologist who works with people with disordered eating and how it's all about control. Well, not all about control, but how it can come from control. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, this is oh, that so is insightful. I will listen to that for sure. Yeah, because I think social media obviously has something to do with issues with eating, but 
it gets attributed a lot of blame and it's oh, not necessarily 100%. the only, yeah, yeah, the only yeah. issue. So that was insightful. Um, books? Books? Ooh, yes. So I read Normal People by Sally Rooney. Ah, Whoa. Um, yeah, I think it was like shortlisted for the Man Booker Prize or something because it was her first book, Conversations with Friends, that really got her into the mainstream. I haven't read that. But Normal People is basically... Um, a love story set in Ooh. Ireland. I haven't read a romance in a very long time and I forgot how hook, hooking it is, gripping. Because yeah. I was really reading it like, oh, I want them to get together, I want them to get together. I love that. Um, it's written quite interestingly because punctuation-wise there are no well, speech marks. English Well, it's quite obvious when you look at the picture. <laughs> there are no speech marks, so it's kind of... At first I was a bit like, oh, is this a bit jarring? But um, it's not. It make You get into it really quickly and everything is said really matter-of-factly um and it's the first romance i've read that's quite recent so it's like there are quite frank discussions of like female sexuality for example oh, yeah and like periods and stuff and it's like just talked about quite frankly which i did really like yeah more contemporary um, i don't want to spoil anything i wasn't that sure on the ending um yeah things did turn slightly darker there was like Ooh. a dark edge to the kind of romance okay it was interesting but i really like her writing style and i would be intrigued to read her other books are we the no speech marks is that because there's yeah. a lot of dialogue in it i don't know why i think it's just a stylistic choice but it gets you really into it and you realize that you don't actually need them to tell who is speaking no of course not because you assume yeah. that it, they go on yeah together. yeah 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 um well I i'll give that why. a read on holes yeah yeah you can borrow of course of course Anything else? I also read, courtesy of Elle Picton, who lent it to me, Educated. <gasps> Woo! We can talk about it! Yeah, The Memoir by Tara Westover, which was absolutely nuts. Elle, do you want to explain? I think we've mentioned it on the pod before. Yeah. But go on. Um, no, so, been quite a lot of hype about it last year. Oh, yeah, it's in, like, the bestseller list. Yeah, and, and rightly so. Um, it's written by a woman who was born into um, the extreme side of a Mormon family very extreme so much so that the mormons in her area thought that her family were like crazy yeah um and basically she didn't go to school ever she worked on her dad's scrap metal yard from a really young age um i can't even her family don't like believe in the medical establishment so they would never go to the doctor her mum is like a herbalist so even if they like sustain a serious burn or like just very grave serious injuries like a leg coming off they'll be like no we can't go to the doctors and they'll sort it out at home and it gets quite graphic i had to skip a few bits it's a bit gory yeah yeah Um, yeah but it is really good and she basically manages to get into um what's it called the byu byu which is a mormon university in the states by taking one test yeah. That was also shocking. I was like, how? Mm. So she basically bought some textbooks, wrote, learned, taught herself everything for this test, managed to get into BYU, um, and then she's one of the most intelligent people. I've oh, ever incredibly, yeah. That was kind seen. of like the start of her education, and from there she went on to other different universities. Cambridge. And yeah, the the best the bit where the book is at its best is when she's going to like these um universities and you can just see the contrast in her viewpoints to your own as a reader and these other people at university like she'll be there and she doesn't wash her hands with soap and like she can't have diet coke on a sunday she won't go shopping to the like on on sabbath day and like 
the you know she'll be really ill like stomach ulcers and they'll be like go to the doctor and she'll say no have some paracetamol at least no it's the devil's thing her dad is a zealot he's he's absolutely mad to read about him and her brother as well it's all but the relationship is so interesting because you can Mm. tell at the end she's still she doesn't have any hatred for them no no she's um estranged from them they sort of like disowned her when she got her education yeah yeah. but it's really good with thoroughly recommend and also have you listened to how to fail elizabeth yes i have before or after before i think i mentioned it on the pod i think i might re-listen to it well i having listened to it before it was interesting because i think she's kind of she's very respectful of her family in the podcast she says like oh i really wish that we could speak and i i wouldn't yeah, she doesn't condemn them for anything they did, even though sometimes you're reading it like, let the girl go to a doctor. I was, I was honestly reading it like, this is neglect. Yeah, this is child, oh, yeah, like, yeah. The NSPCC get here. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely mental. But a really interesting read that we would definitely recommend. And it did make me think just completely how much untapped potential there is out there and oh. how access to education is such like a blessing. Oh, yeah. And a privilege because how many people must be out there who just have never even had the chance to be mindly educated that might have these amazing brains and different ways of thinking about ideas. Yeah, definitely. So we're very lucky. We are. Aren't we lucky? We are so lucky. UOB. Um, TV, Morgs? Ooh, in terms of TV... Oh, this is very topical for what has actually been discussed in TV news. Me and Elle watched, um, I believe it was Channel 4, um, a TV show called Dispatched Jeremy Kyle TV on Trial, which was basically in the wake of the news that Jeremy Kyle has been cancelled following um, a man committing suicide after he failed the lie detector test on the show. Um, This Channel 4 documentary was basically a look inside the show Jeremy Kyle and the process and the process and guests on and I personally think that it couldn't have been cancelled like this has come far too late it is the most vile exploitative show I, I must it's... admit I did I always whenever I was sick off of school I would watch it it was on I and I, I would love it knew it was there and I never consciously thought this show should be cancelled I'd never really watched it but watching it now he gets so up in your face oh god so aggressive and, and we learnt from this documentary that they get the people drunk before they go on to get more of a reaction from them. If the person is calm, then they just properly shout at them to get a reaction. They keep them in a room for like hours before, just on their own with, to no, agitate with nothing. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a form of torture. It really is. And but, then yeah. sometimes you see them run away from the TV studio and they get lost. It's apparently designed like a maze. And yeah, stuff to like get that. them lost so that they get more agitated. And like then hopefully like they'll push Graham or whatever. Or but yeah, I I used to watch it. Well, not not quite a lot but whenever I was ill off of school or mm. if I was home or whatever um, and I didn't really think about whether it was, it was exploitative but it definitely mm. 100% is and like listening to some of the people who had gone on there and were saying that they wish they never had it like yeah, changed like them ruin their lives now and they have like anxiety and stuff and oh so like, true Lordy. but I think it also like it's exploiting people from working class backgrounds oh, and yeah, also 100%. people who may not be that mentally like well and then that makes me think of early days x factor because the x the audition that we see is not the first audition they're all being screened so that they can get the really amazing people and the really shit people on and the shit people are usually so deluded they actually think they're really good and then they're just going to be laughed at on national tv and then you actually watch it and that is also really exploitative i will just say i 
always hated the audition round mm. of all of those shows. It stresses me out watching someone not do well at stuff. I know. So I would like wait until it was the live one, so at least I knew they were decent. To oh, watch it. yeah. I wouldn't. I yeah. would never watch the audition. Watch with my because you are encouraged to literally point and laugh at these people who. Although I do laugh. Think, <laughs> what? Torn the jockey. <laughs> Oh, they're just jockey. <laughs> no, she's a she's a jockey trainee apprentice or something ridiculous. We need to rewatch this. Um, um but that's but, like a flashback clip. Well, I only like that because of Sharon and Louis's reaction, <laughs> and the judges' chemistry. Holly, Holly cave, Jarvis, Holly Jarvis cave now. Well, they've become iconic now, but I don't think that's allowed in like current X Factor or Britain's Got Talent anymore. No, surely not. It can't be because it was horrible to watch. If you ever did catch, yeah, someone thinking that they were really good. I've just remembered <laughs> another one. Oh, the two, L. <laughs> two brothers. I don't think I know this. And the meme is like when your mum says you have to bring your brother along, and he's like, um, <laughs> singing "Mysterious Girl." It rings a vague bell. Oh, it's so funny. I'll show you after. Oh, God. We're just condemning <laughs> it and then you're laughing at it. But I think it, oh, that has evolved. Feminist. But that, but Jeremy Carl, I don't think there was any room for that to evolve. Like, it had no. to be cut because its whole premise was a bit dodge. Yeah. And also, just a little note, as it's come, gracing our screens tomorrow, tomorrow, <gasps> Love Island, um, what with the Jeremy Kyle... Um, debacle being over the lie detector test can Love Island include the lie detector test they'll take it out 100% I hope so also how stupid can people be it's obviously not (laughs) why do people like take so much stop by it it's not how how I just don't understand every single person in the show every single year takes it so seriously I'm like pinch of salt please yeah I know absolutely ridiculous also I saw something on the note of Love Island Olivia Bowen she was a contestant a few years ago oh yeah um she Buckland Bowen don't know which one she uses now because she got married oh, okay um she tagged a reposted a tweet that's and like titled it the T, and someone had said um everybody's been calling for Love Island to shape itself up and like get on the bandwagon with supporting um, contestants when they leave for their mental health yet everybody is slagging the new contestants and how they look and Ooh. I was like god this is so true oh I know I know I think, what, everyone... I think I've been sticking up for them for oh I know about. it's so annoying this is what's so shit about our polarised society and social media because it, now it's like they're going too far the other way like everyone's like oh body image like curvy diversity and then they're really slagging this girl who's like got a few curves i'm like you call that curvy that's nothing yeah. and it's like well she's a bod like she has a body it's like you can't criticize yeah but even just like ripping on all these people like oh he looks like a basic version of alex bowen or whatever and it's like these are all people or like they're not as fit as last year and i'm like they're all gorgeous they are yeah yeah and we haven't we haven't seen what they're gonna do yet i will be very intrigued to yeah. see what changes they're gonna make this year everyone's very young though yeah, I think they were quite young last year, but yeah, this but does But now seem... they're younger than us, but maybe that's us. Maybe we're getting like... older. I look like twelve. What? <laughs> Actually, no, I don't have my glasses. Oh, yeah. Well, they've. I don't know. Is it all real? Ooh. Although, because they're younger, maybe they are more natural this year. Maybe that's what they're doing to move away. That maybe the you know, only way they can get natural people is to make them younger before they've got all their cosmetic surgery. But I just, yeah, it is just a vicious cycle of, like, slagging what they look like, but then the viewers also calling for better treatment of contestants by the show. And it's like, maybe don't slate them on Twitter before they even go in. 
bloody social media. Bloody but social media. It'll be starting tomorrow, so you can be sure that me and Elle will be touching on Love Island in next week's ep. Um, we also watched a few episodes of Special on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I've seen it all. Yeah, I've seen it They're all. They're only 15-minute wanna... episodes. Yeah, They're so good. really good. Do you want to explain? I may have already mentioned it a few weeks ago. I don't know, Morgana, I can't remember. God, we need if to listen I... to our own content. I know we do. I hate hearing my voice back, though. <laughs> but yeah, so basically it's written um, and stars a guy called Ryan, who is, he has cerebral palsy, um, and he's also gay. And he's just created a space for this on media, and it's amazing. I and they're 15-minute really long it. episodes, and they combat, like, everyday issues, like the idea of being woke, or mm. um, social media body positivity um but kind of with through a medium that we've not seen before obviously someone who's not able-bodied yeah and um who's gay it's it's just it was a really good feel feel good watch um and also what me and Elle have been watching iconic big little lies (gasps) the new series is coming out next week i bloody love this show the book is great. Everyone yeah. should read the book first. Me and Elle are massive Leanne Moriarty fans. Stan. Stans, I would say. Mm. Yeah. And she's, she wrote the book. And then the series stars Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Shailene Woodley. And it's basically like a domestic thriller, is how I describe it. It's like yeah. mums on the playground. Also murder mystery. But there's been a murder mystery. And also some moral questionings, like with the kids kind of bullying yes. each other. I love it. Lots of stuff going on behind closed doors. But it's not like... Like you, th- you might think Desperate Housewives, but it's not as like. I don't want to say tacky. It's really classily done. <laughs> it's really well done and you know, actually Therese. funny. Um, yeah, so can't wait for the next series of. And that. Killing Eve is back. God, this week is a big one. There are so many things because I was uh, editing the newspaper today. Black Mirror is coming back this week, everybody. Yeah. Um, Full Killing series. Eve is coming back. We've got Love Island. We've got Big Little Lies. Handmaid's Tale is coming <gasps> back. It's this week, all oh, the this June. Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orange is the New Black, if anyone even still watches that. <laughs> Not me, but I've just remembered it always comes out around this time. Plenty of things. June is So that'll keep month. us busy. Yeah. I know, I know. Especially as the weather has turned. I do. You're going away for a while, though, aren't you? I am. We should to tell a wi fi place. I know. A wi fi place. It will be. Well, where are you actually going? To Cornwall. Oh, just been there. Yeah, I know. How do you not know where I'm going? I don't know. Is it Cornwall every year? Uh, no. See, that's so, why I don't know. Yeah, but it was Cornwall last time. Well, yeah, um, I'm going on a climbing trip to Cornwall, which will be very fun, and Elle's going to miss me greatly. Illy, illy. I don't know when I'm going to... Are you even going to get back in time? Oh, God. Grapple. Stress me out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is what is up and coming. But we will get out a episode for you all to listen to very soon. I feel like... Oh, go on. We forgot. What, what have you? What's your favourite movie you've consumed this week? meal i've consumed this week yeah oh i thought we were just doing our childhood food well why don't we just throw in a meal this week oh i've ooh. got one job to go first yeah you can go first um okay so i went to my friend fiona's house and she cooked this amazing oh. meal it was oh. a doll but i've never had one like oh i can't say that because you've cooked me doll before i've never had no. one like it oh no and no it's fine it had sweet potato slices baked over the top no, of that it sounds amazing. oh my god it was amazing i need to get her to send me the recipe yeah yeah i'd love that recipe but thanks the that, that was delicious lush. with obviously naan mango chat amazing and then amazing. we had yeah, cookies and grapes oh that sounds What's so yours? good i think i'll probably go with a breakfast 
which will be a similar variation to breakfast I've mentioned before. <laughs> so I'll go with breakfast this morning, which was very good. I just woke up so hungry, which does happen most days. But still, today especially so. So I had the base of porridge. Then I had some seeds on that, chopped up banana, some peanut butter. Then I defrosted some frozen fruits, some forest fruits. Yeah. Um, cinnamon on top. And some nuts, and then I have some dark chocolate squares, and I put those on as well. That does sound nice. And then in a blender, so good in a blender. What? I don't know. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's not a smoothie. It's a porridge with toppings. Jesus Christ, (laughs) Dale! Where is your culinary taste? I don't know. I just saw you. (laughs) Blender. Oh I saw no! You out of a blender the other day. I do do that sometimes, but that's called a smoothie. Jesus Christ! But it had nuts this was porridge. And cereal in it. Yeah, I know. Okay, it was a smoothie with toppings. I like my toppings. So I didn't know if this was. <laughs> God, <laughs> I was in a bowl, a I'm large a bowl. I'm feeling a bit delirious. I think I'm just I know. hungry and I tired. I think we'll have to sign off there. But thank you for listening. <laughs> She's trying Please. to shut me up now. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to your fave podcast of all the eaters tonight. If you're rating us, maybe don't rate us based on the reflection of how I've been this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We've just had a lovely little trip down memory lane, haven't we, Elle? No, lovely. Have a good week, and we'll see you soon. See you soon.